All right. Um, if that dog keeps barking, I'm going to go over there with a two by four and build him a nice house so he can be quieter in the house and not be a problem for this recording. Hello, everybody. This is Jake from Head to Head, and I'm with Dylan on his roof right now because rather than the planned episode that you might be hearing, the left-hand brewing milk stout versus the Rasputin finals of Bracket 2, we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different. Dylan is going to bring us in. Yeah, a little mini bracket here for you. Uh, It's because we wanted to give you bonus content and not because we were struggling to get our hands on old Rasputin. Uh, We've got the Jack's Abbey Variety uh, 12-pack here in front of us, uh, which I was under the impression this was a national brand. Turns out we might just be doing some uh, promoting for, you know, those up-and-comers. Yep. Uh, So for those those of you who haven't had this before, because it's probably, I don't know, a lot of people, uh, Jack's Abbey is a lager-based brewery um, out of Framingham, Mass. Uh, and we've got their their current variety, 12. I don't know if this is what they always do. So we've got the uh, Hoponius uh, Union, uh, which is a hoppy lager, you might have assumed. Uh, we've got that, – and that's the one seed. Um, then we've got the two seed is the post-shift Pilsner, um, a surprising favorite of mine. Uh, third, we've got the house lager, which for folks who've had the Jack's Abbey before, or yeah, Jack's Abbey before, this is probably the one you recognize. Um, and then the last one, which I do not have the highest hope for channeling my dad, no fruit in my beer, no fruit in my tea. Uh, they've got the blood orange wheat lager. And so, Dylan, I know that you had said, we talked earlier about how this is going to be kind of a little bit of a divergence from our usual head-to-head scheme. What, yes. is the, what is the plan for these coming episodes? Yeah, so it's just a little mini bracket. You'll hear three episodes over the next three weeks, uh, in theory on Mondays, but <laughs> at some point. Uh, so the first matchup that we're going to be doing right here in this episode, we're kind of combining the, the primer with the first episode, yep. you know, streamline things. Uh, you've got the, the Hoponius Union versus the uh, lowly blood orange wheat and then the next episode is going to be the house lager versus the post shift pilsner when i was very surprised to learn that a pilsner is just a type of lager um and so there's just a free little tidbit for you right away there you go the um, more you know all right so uh, let's crack them yeah cracking into the hoponius i don't think that's an easy thing to say i think hoponius? it's hoponius yeah or is it hoponius uh, <laughs> i i was i don't know uh, all right cheers on cheers to you clink from a distance this one's a bit frothy. A bit frothy? Also not that cold, but um, it's all right. Good. Tastes um, like a, tastes like a Twizzler. Tastes like a Twizzler. Do you like Twizzlers? It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a point in space unless someone knows your preferences. <laughs> so I think that like – I used to hate Twizzlers because I, I don't like licorice. Wait, are we talking – we, I mean we're talking red Twizzlers. Like primary Twizzlers because they there, did make black Twizzlers? licorice Twizzlers. They made black Twizzlers? Yeah, it's not right. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like licorice that much. And then Twizzlers, though, are just sugar, right? <laughs> you, you don't think Twizzlers are licorice? No, not at all, dude. Can we like, get a fa- wait, are they not just... Well, I mean, they are, they are licorice in quotes, but like in reality, they've sold their soul for just 
sugar candy. You think right. it's like the um, it's like a high fructose corn syrup is to sugar. Like it it it, ta- it has sort of the same effect, but it's not really the same thing. Uh, sure. <laughs> Wait, you don't know what high fructose? Corn no, syrup? I, yeah, yeah I, I know what you're talking about. Didn't get the analogy whatsoever. Um, I think that the Haponius Union is the Twizzlers of beer in that it's kind of this tweener, right? Okay. Where it's not quite licorice and it's not quite sugar. And that this is not quite what I would think of as a lager and not quite as a hoppy one. All right. I'm much more impressed by that comment now that – because I think you're right. This is – I actually was curious about this because like maybe it just streamline, streamlines their production or something. It makes it cheaper to like be a lager specialist. But if you were just to – if they were to just stick to like true lagers, I'd think it would make more sense. But it, it almost seems like just – you know, first blush looking at this 12 pack but they kind of want to be other things like this first one yeah. wants to be an ipa right yeah no this is a it's 65 ibus it says right here mm-hmm. and that's a that's a doozy you know for a, a usual yeah. ipa yeah so. in, in in terms of arbitrary me- uh, measurements uh i don't think there's is there a way to like actually measure ibus i don't uh, think i think it's just some guy <laughs> you think it's just that's uh, <laughs> mr bu <laughs> Like, what is oh, that's how they do. Uh, I've told you about it. that's how they do a lot of Scoville measurements for hot sauce. I was Have I talked about this? distinctly let down when you told me that. Yeah. yeah. So, so for our listeners, yeah. one of the means that you can um, measure the Scoville unit in a hot sauce is quote unquote by committee, where you have like ten people have a bunch of hot sauces, and then they all just go around the table and say how hot they think it is, and then you take like the median of everybody's aggregate results. I feel like like people with an agenda. You know, if you want to be the hottest hot sauce, you just get some people together, you know, duke them, you know, pick their hotel room. All of a sudden you've got the hottest hot sauce. I think presumably there's some sort of independent, you know, nobody's third party. Everybody can be bought. Okay. Everybody just has a Everybody can be bought. Dylan Gully. Absolutely. I can be bought. No problem. And with that, let's crack open the blood orange, dude. (laughs) Number four. You tell me you don't have a price, Jake. What's your price, Dylan? Cheers. Clink. Uh, mm. I actually had this question asked me at one point. I think this is a, a good way of like measuring, you know, can you be bought physically? If, if a brand wanted to put a six inch by six inch tattoo of their brand prominently placed on you, let's say on your, on your say arm. you have a huge bicep, six by <laughs> six somehow, you know, prominently placed, they want to stick one on there. How much does that cost them? Well, you know, it's, it's a, let's, let's pretend it's not a controversial brand. Right, right. Well, you know, J.R. Smith has a supreme tattoo on his, uh, on his oh. ankle, uh, Player for the yeah, yeah. Used Cavaliers. Shows <laughs> <laughs> so how much I know about basketball. <laughs> yeah, he has a supreme tattoo on his leg. Do you think it was sponsored? No, I think he just liked it. But then the NBA was like, "You can't have, uh, you can't have a, an un, a sponsor on you that is unaffiliated with the NBA." Can that be policed? Yeah, they they make him cover it up for every game. He wears a supreme uh, no ankle. Way. I, I swear to God, he wears a supreme ankle brace. Wait, doesn't it have to be like a Nike ankle brace? Isn't that their... I think there must... I'm sure he's got some... some yeah, he's got some <laughs> partnership going on. They, uh, eventually, they probably they, the commissioner's office just gave up, right? So like, how much would I get to get like a, you know, a, a Honda H? Yeah, it's like my, not a cool brand. Either, not a cool right? brand, yeah. It's like not a brand you like. You know, I'd get Mountain Dew on me. I'd pay to get that on me. <laughs> uh, We're talking like a Honda CRV. Yeah, you no, know, it's just a profile of a CRV that just says like, you know, uh, for ten percent, ten percent off, use like code Jake. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Also, ten percent off a vehicle. Actually, that's, that's, good. Yeah, that's a really be good offer. Probably be like, I don't know, because like you could probably like, you know, you could you could 
play it off as a joke to your friends, but deep down, well, I think I think the catch is actually the first one wouldn't be that expensive, but say you get 10, 12, 20 of them, Hmm. right? The 21st one is like, you can only cover so much. Like eventually it's going to be prominent. Like it's going to have to be on a, a, you know, your forehead or something like, and that's going to cost you a lot. Yeah. I think there's a reason why human billboards aren't that much of, or that number though. Like let's, this is on your bicep. Non-con, like, what are you thinking? I'm thinking of a number right now, by the way, I won't change my number. (laughs) I'm thinking about like, Half a million. <laughs> <laughs> I got valuable skin. <laughs> I bruise like a peach, Half dude. Half a million? <laughs> yeah. I was debating between five and 10,000 <laughs> in my head. Well, I guess we know, you know, who I mean, values who get their in touch body. <laughs> I mean, I, I can know right now. I'm not, if, if uh, Jack's Abbey gets in touch, I'm not splitting that with you. That's not going to the company account. That's going. Fine. To- you're not having any part of my half a million. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get that offer though. That's crazy. I, I think that whenever there's like the how much for you to do X game, not X games, X. How much would you have to go to the X games? <laughs> I d- I've dreamt of going to the X games for my entire <laughs> life. So With your Mountain Dew tattoo. I just always think my number's lower because I don't think people really, like, would you really, is your life that half a million dollars worth of like impacted negatively for that? You're no saying way. if like somebody had like briefcase full of like, yeah, they walked up two hundred thousand dollars and opened it up, and I'd be like, "No, uh, yeah." Would you say no. they've got the guy? They've got the tattoo artist there. The, the guns already like doing the buzzing thing that yeah. the tattoo guns. He's like, "Just say the word. This case is yours." I don't know. I feel like is that dealer death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it would be such a like. It'd be so hard to like. No, like I feel like I would have lost some part of my inner self. You know, I've lost what makes me human. I'm now just a. I'm now just a billboard. I actually feel like that makes me. The person I aspire to be, that makes me like more authentically me if I just <laughs> sell off a piece, right? It's like, well, anyway, uh, by the way, we, I think we neglected to say this at the beginning. Because we're on the roof, there is the distinct possibility of, of background noise. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100% possibility. I yeah, it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, it might be the, you know, the nice uh, soothing chirp chirps of a couple of birdies, but it also might be the really fucking annoying dog that lives a couple houses over. Yep. Uh, or the creak of Dylan's chair as he shifts around uneasily uh, based on the amount of eye contact he's getting from Jake. You just can't Jesus. know. So forgive us for that. But uh, we had to bring you content, and this is the only way we knew how. Yep. Get out in the fresh air. You know, can't get Dylan's Roni a content in the fresh air. slut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, I, for content, 10 bucks. <laughs> I'll create you content free. Speaking of content, dude, I've been sipping on this blood orange wheat. I was going into this with the old, um, you know, have you ever seen the movie... I think it's called Not Another Teen Movie, Dylan. It was was that the, was that team or teen, teen with a T E E N. Yes, okay. um, Not Another Teen Movie is was a. Do you remember those like scary movie one, scary movie two things like those yeah. um kind Never of parody horror things? Not Another Teen Movie was that, but for teen dramas. Okay, it was a bad movie. Yeah, but, straight to DVD kind of deal. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, when DVDs. So I think of when I was when I was sipping this blood orange wheat from Jack's Abbey, I was like, you know, oh well, here we go again. You know, another shitty orange infused, you know, UFO or you know, I was expecting Lord UFO Hobo or something like that. Like it, 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 I was expecting that, and then wait, sorry, brief UFO is harpoon. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I was sorry. I was saying the Lord Hobo is the other uh, orange one. They have that like IPA. Okay, um, I believe you. I don't remember it. 
this one is a little bit more subtle than the than the other ones I've had. The the, the blood orange weed from Jack's Abbey is a little bit on the like. It just feels like they've put a few pipettes of orange in it rather than throwing the whole sucker in. I so normally I would just to keep up appearances I would shit on this and say it's horrible. Yep. Um, because you know my manhood is fragile, but I am impressed. Um. And I think that that the way you described it just now, it's like the difference between uh, when I get a lime seltzer from the store versus when I like have a plain seltzer and just squeeze a little mm-hmm. corner of lime into it. I think that's kind of the difference. Um, and I can't claim that I've had a lot of blood orange or even fruit flavored wheat beers. So, you know, small sample size. Right. But this is probably like the best one. It's I've probably had. the best one. Like the the fact that I'm equally going between the. Uh, the blood orange and this this hoppy lager, uh, yeah. I, th- I think we did a injustice. You know, I think our bias and a biases, <laughs> biases, dude. Was they to, said it on NPR? Biases is a word. If they say it, those people are wicked smart. You don't have to agree smart. with them politically, but they're wicked smart. I think that we had a little bit of a bias because neither of us had had this before, so we just dumpster tiered it into the well, last. And seed. also, like the the can is sort of needy. <laughs> you know, the design is needy. I don't need that. I mean. The other one is it kind of fits the brand, the, uh, yeah. the Haponius Union. Haponius Union. It's hard to say. Um, Makes you sound smart. It's Matt. Yeah, I don't. It's actually been making me insecure that I can't really say it. Least favorite, like Boston-based, like meme or saying or like you know have it, have it gotten and like uh, wicked smart. It's not the garden. Bachelor. I think <laughs> the Harvard. Sorry, garden. I got a I got a stink eye from the producer over there. <laughs> well, no, I mean. So I think one of my biggest issues is like when I say uh, I say something like closet I, instead of closet. Sorry, what was that first word? I, I, I enunciated <laughs> it like very strong in order. To, I say closet instead okay. of closet. Well, you're wrong. Which in is a similar way, right? No, no, no. I'm not made fun of. People are like, "Oh, is that like a Boston thing?" Like, uh, and then they say all the oh, they say all the things. And they say, have a de- like have my, a like God. my my uncle. He says con. Not corn, con. con. Um, okay. Have and you told him he's wrong? No, no. He he's seventy. He's not wrong. <laughs> uh, but I think the my issue is that like when those little things, like you know, one in I don't know ten of like the quote unquote like Boston kind of like ways of saying things will creep into my vernacular because my dad it's like seventy percent, his brothers is like a hundred percent. So for me growing up, like I've got a few of them. And people are like, oh, I bet you also say X, Y, and Z. Right. It's like, no. Did you hear me say X, Y, and Z? No, I just say like a couple of things weird. So it kind of rubs me off. They like people want me to like, they're like, dance, bitch. You know, like <laughs> say the stuff. Say the thing. It's like, no, I don't <laughs> say it that way. So I rather than a specific phrase, I take issue with people like wanting me to be performative about it. I see. What I've like, what the one I thing like I no. have never understood from the kind of Boston thing is the concept of bean town in this idea that we love beans. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. I'm sure I'm just, you know, an uneducated you, swine. So I think the bean love, for me at least, is more from the process. Have you ever been to where they, they'll bury? So I, this is we do this actually more in Maine, but it is it's a New England thing, I think, in general. Um, where at like church cookouts uh, or church uh, dinners that you'll have, um, and I'm not religious, but I go to these because it's great. All the grannies like get together and cook this stuff. Um 
but they'll dig, they'll go with like a backhoe in the front yard of the church and they'll bury a bunch of, of ham and beans underground. They'll light a fire, burn it down and then bury it for like three or four days and they dig it up and then they have that. And those beans and that ham, though my dad would be horrified to hear me say this. I'm not really much of a ham guy and I'm not much of a beans guy normally, but when you have it that way where somebody like excavated (laughs) to create these, like it is a special experience. And then you've got, you know, an equal butter to bread ratio at those dinners as well. Like you can't, you can't can't get better than that. Yeah. Um, So I wouldn't say like I want beans every day, but I would say that I want, I want, uh, I want that experience. You want, you want it that way. And, and speaking of wanting experiences (laughs) in terms of like brutally awkward segues, uh, which way (laughs) do you want this bracket to, or this, uh, what is a semifinal in your semifinal to go? Well, I don't know, because, like, I feel like if I'm going on to um, my, my, my true compass, right, like, where, you know, where does Jake stand in the world, right, which is a question I ask myself probably t- a little bit too often. <laughs> um, I think I have to go with my gut on the Hoponius Union in that this is the beer that I would have picked nine times out of ten, right? Um, however, I think that the blood orange wheat got more shafted by the, our biased seeding system. You think it could have beat one of the other ones? Potentially. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to find out next week on head to head. Right? This is a great segue. Yeah. Um, but You're I assuming think, I agree with you, which I do. <laughs> I think that the the blood orange wheat was a little bit on the uh, skittish side. In that, I think by definition, if it had been too orangey, we would have immediately written it off as being like, this is garbage. Like, it tastes like, you know, a Capri Sun. If it didn't have any orange, we'd be like, come on, Jack Zabby, what are you doing? And I think it's it's kind of doomed to fail by the fact that it advertises itself as a blood orange wheat. If you don't want that, then you're going to be, you know, you're going to be upset regardless of the way you go. So if you if you are looking for fruit beers, this is probably the best... I don't even know if we've had fruit beers on the show. So no, not I don't think but we have. us as casual drinkers. This is probably the best the fruit ones, beer so. I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you stick your up. Tattoo that on me, Dylan. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that, I mean, you can't, can't get any better than offering to tattoo a beer that you just gave an L to on your body. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're into stuff like this, for sure, this is better as a four seed, better than the worst of the um, the White Claws. Yeah. That we did oh, in, the, in the last one. The like, which one was? It was, was the, the cherry or the, the raspberry. The raspberry. Yeah, the, that was either way. This is that was like getting chloroformed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are horrible. It gives me it gives me great hope that this variety pack is actually worth buying as opposed to mm-hmm. like a couple of six packs yeah. of the better ones. Um, so with that, I think we crown the uh, though difficult to say the delicious to drink Haponius Union, uh, the winner of the first of two semifinals of this very, very small bracket for the Jack's Abbey uh, variety pack. That sounds good. Adios. See you guys next week. Peace.